The Gut Pharmacist Podcast with Riley Ramosco, traditional naturopath and holistic nutritionist. Today is a very critical topic of food sensitivities. So many people have food sensitivities, especially those with gut issues. So I feel it's a very important topic to discuss today. And before I get into it, I do want to mention that people use food intolerances, food sensitivities, and food allergies as one word that means the same thing when they're all slightly different. So food sensitivity is a low-grade chronic immune response to certain foods, whereas food allergy is a severe acute response, sometimes even life-threatening response. And then food intolerance is usually a deficiency of a functional component, like an enzyme, lactose and enzyme intolerance, for example. So gluten intolerance, gluten sensitivity, not necessarily the same thing. So today I'm going to be using the term food sensitivity, which is mostly a low-grade immune response. However, a food intolerance and a food sensitivity can go together. So you'll see how all these things kind of go together as I discuss the root causes of food sensitivities. So before I get into all of that, I do want to say that food sensitivities and sometimes food intolerances can be fixed. You do not have to be stuck with them forever, and you certainly shouldn't be on a restrictive diet for the rest of your life. In fact, the microbiome loves diversity, and we need to be able to digest a diverse plethora of different foods for the health of our microbiome long term. So don't get stuck on the food sensitivity issue. They can be fixed in most cases, as long as we know the root causes. So let's get into the bread and butter, which is one of my favorite snacks, by the way. So yes, I eat gluten and dairy. So let's get into the bread and butter. How do we fix food sensitivities and what causes them? I'm going to talk about the four main contributors to food sensitivities or intolerances sometimes. So the four are microbiome imbalance, digestive secretion deficiencies, leaky gut, and immune dysfunction. Okay, so let's first talk about microbiome imbalance. Pretty much everyone these days has it due to all the chemicals in our foods and the stress and travel We've picked up many different gut infections and we've lost some of our important strains. Pretty much everyone has some sort of microbiome imbalance from mild to severe. And this is a main contributor to food sensitivities because we need specific organisms to help us, one, activate our immune systems and two, to help further break down the food and give us nutrients and beneficial components. So our beneficial strains like bifidobacterium, acromantia, lactobacillus strains, these are all very critical in breaking down food. In fact, dairy, we need a lot of bifidobacterium and lactobacilli to actually break those down and not react so much to dairy. But of course, dairy these days is completely different. If we do eat dairy, it should be raw. 
where it has all its enzymes and probiotics and functional components. But again, I always ramble. <laughs> I have so many things going in my head. Back to the point, we need specific strains to digest certain foods. And if we don't have those, we don't react very well to them. So how can we fix the microbiome imbalance? Well, I wouldn't just go to taking any type of probiotic on the shelf because usually they don't colonize very well. And sometimes you might not even be taking the right strains for yourself. So I always suggest stool testing just to see what you're deficient in, what strains you might need to repopulate, and if you have any gut infections like C. difficile or uh, E. coli, because those can definitely contribute to food sensitivity as they can activate the immune system in, in not so good of a way towards food. So stool testing is a great way to see what kind of strains you actually need. Do you even need lactobacillus? Do you even need bacillus or bifidobacterium? What are you lacking in? What are you flourishing in? Stool testing is a great way to see kind of where you're at. It's not 100% accurate, but it just gives us a good idea of what we might need to address. So the microbiome needs to be addressed in order to heal and recover from food sensitivity long-term. Okay, now deficiency of digestive secretions. Technically, these are more food intolerances, but you can develop a sensitivity if you don't have your secretions going properly. Secretions are everything from the saliva to the stomach acid, bile, pancreatic enzymes, brush border enzymes, all the secretions of the digestive system that help to break down and absorb food. If we don't have one or more of these secretions, our food is not properly broken down. And by the time it gets to the small intestine and the large intestine, we can have immune upregulation, we can have leaky gut going on, which causes systemic inflammation, we can have reactivity. There's a lot of things that can happen if we don't have the proper secretions. So how can we fix this problem? Well, one, we have to start with the brain. This is technically where digestion starts. We will not digest, again, we will not digest in a fight or flight state, which pretty much most everyone is in today. We have to be in rest and digest mode, parasympathetic dominance, not sympathetic dominance. So we start at the brain. We think about the food. We do some belly breathing. We calm down the nervous system. Then we can start activating those secretions and all the components of digestion. And if we're still doing this, we're still chewing properly, we're not drinking with meals, we're doing all the things, and maybe we're still not secreting properly, we could have some other issues like thyroid disorder going on, then perhaps we can supplement. And some of my favorite supplements are HCL, which is to replace the stomach acid. Bitters help to stimulate your own stomach acid and also bile enzymes. There's also Tudka, which helps to stimulate bile. There's, of course, digestive enzymes. There's vegan enzymes, and then there's pancreatin, which is derived from animal product for the pancreatic enzymes. So there's many different types of supplements we can take. But remember, you've got to have the basics down. You've got to be in the rest and digest. You've got to be chewing properly to activate your own enzymes. And you can't be downing a bunch of drinks while you're eating because that will dilute your secretions. Okay. So we talked about microbiome imbalance. We talked about deficiency of digestive secretions. 
Now let's talk about leaky gut. Leaky gut is the layman's term for the medical term of intestinal permeability. It is a real thing. It does exist. A lot of medical professionals say it's a scam, but a lot of people are dealing with leaky gut, intestinal permeability. It's a real problem. With diet, the chemicals in our food, with medications like birth control, NSAIDs, with um, toxins from our cleaning products, there's so many things that can help to open up those barriers of the intestines. And that's not necessarily a good thing. We want those junctions to be nice and tight and semi-permeable. So certain things don't get through and cause systemic inflammation. So when we have leaky gut, which is in many people with gut issues, we have those tight junctions open up and they allow things through, whether it's food, toxins from the food, um, chemicals from the food, anything to help open up those junctions. So things can slip through and go anywhere in the body. They can cause systemic inflammation because the gut is the connector to the rest of the body. It opens up that portal circulation where it can go pretty much anywhere it needs to go. So as you can imagine, if we have particles that are not broken down properly, like food or even toxins, and then we have leaky gut, those can end up in other places and they can cause joint pain, brain fog, even seizures in severe cases. So in autism, leaky gut is very prominent in a lot of people, and it's something that really needs to be addressed. So how do we address it? Well, one, we got to have those foundations. Again, getting into rest and digest mode, keeping the toxic load down from our cleaning products, from our food, cosmetics, environment, everything. And the microbiome. <laughs> the microbiome dysfunction can actually contribute to leaky gut. So you can see how all of these things are connecting together. But some of my favorite supplements for leaky gut, if you've addressed all the basics first and now you're ready for supplements, I love pure L-glutamine that helps to seal the leaky gut of the small intestine. Now, if you're talking about the colon, the large intestine, butyrate is a great product. Our microbiome is supposed to create enough butyrate, which is a short chain fatty acid to reduce inflammation, produce antioxidants, do all these good things. So L-glutamine for the small intestine, butyrate for the large intestine. If you don't know which ones you need, stool testing is a great way to figure out if you have certain markers of leaky gut. I love stool testing for many reasons, as you can see, but we got to have those basic foundations down. Toxicity, nutrition, clean water, low stress, and then we can move on to supplements. Now, we've talked about microbiome imbalance, deficiency of digestive secretions, leaky gut. Now, lastly, we can talk about immune dysfunction. So immune dysfunction is a bit broad because it can be tied into leaky gut. It can be tied into microbiome imbalance. These things all kind of go together. But when we're talking about things like autoimmune issues or mold illness, our immune system is oftentimes in overdrive. And, and sometimes it's an underdrive in some people. But when we have the immune system in an overreactive state, 
of course, we're going to be reacting to food. So we need to modulate the immune system. And before you do all that, get those foundations down and definitely figure out your root causes. Why is your immune system reacting this way? Do you have an autoimmune issue? What's causing that? Is it a stealth pathogen? Is it mold? Is it parasites? Is it a gut infection? So figuring out those root causes is always essential before you jump into any protocol. But if the immune system is overreactive, there are some supplements you can try to see if if they help. But again, if you have these underlying causes, the supplements aren't going to fix. <laughs> but if we can, if we need a quick hack, there are some things that help. I love quercetin. That's a great histamine modulator. Probiotics, depending on what you need, those can be helpful for the immune system. I love HMOs, which are human milk oligosaccharides. Those are a type of prebiotic designed to increase bifidobacterium in the gut and help to modulate the immune system. I love that combo with a REDS powder. There's a specific brand that I use, which I will link in the podcast. Uh, this uh, disclaimer caption, whatever you call it, I will link the brand that I use for the HMOs. But those are a great product to just regulate the microbiome, regulate the immune system, and they can help with food sensitivity. So if you do this hack of HMOs with the red polyphenol powder and a very small amount of this target food sensitivity, like let's say bread or dairy, you take a very small amount, like a thumb size, and you take it with that combo, the HMOs and the red powder. Of course, this is after the elimination period where you give yourself a break from your target foods. Once you're ready to reintroduce, you start very slow and you can try this combo. And it can really help build up the tolerance to that specific food that you would like to eat again. Because in the end, we want diversity. We want to be able to handle all these different types of foods. We can't be living in fear of foods. It's going to tax our bodies, our guts, our brain. We need to have a diverse diet for peace of mind and for health. So I want to leave you with that today. We need to have diversity. You do not have to be stuck with food sensitivities or intolerances. They can be fixed as long as you know the root causes. And we've talked about them today. So as a recap, the most common root causes I see in food sensitivities are as follows. Microbiome imbalance, deficiency of digestive secretions, leaky gut, and immune dysfunction. If you can address all of those, it is very likely that you can fix your food sensitivities. I certainly did. I eat gluten. I eat dairy. I eat everything now. <laughs> and I, of course, I eat healthy all the time. I try to have that foundation of organic whole food eating, and low toxicity. But if I go out to a restaurant, my stomach doesn't blow up. My food doesn't just sit there. I don't feel miserable. I feel okay. I can eat pretty much anything at this point. And that should be the goal of a healthy gut not to eliminate and restrict. The goal is to build that tolerance. Hopefully that helped. <laughs> I have a very strong passion for this topic, as you can see. It just drives me crazy when people think that they're stuck with this restrictive diet and that they'll never be able to eat certain foods. And certainly there are cases where 
there's an exception like celiac disease. Yeah, please don't eat gluten ever again because it does affect you a certain way. There are exceptions, but for most people, we can fix the food sensitivities. So again, hopefully that helps. Thank you so much for listening. This is a brand new podcast. Please show me the support, giving me a good rating, giving me some comments, sharing, liking, distributing. I would really appreciate anything you can do. And if you don't do any of that, that's totally fine. I give you the value anyway. This information is for you here to empower you in your healing journeys. So thank you so much for listening. Have a happy and healthy day. Hey there. Thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram at gutexpertriley, on Facebook at The Gut Pharmacist, same spelling as this podcast, on YouTube at The Gut Pharmacist, and my website is holisticriley.podia.com where you can find information on working with me, my background, and more helpful information to feel empowered in your journey.